0: Listener warning: This episode contains adult content and is not suitable for children. Welcome back to the Half-Baked Book Club. I'm Lana, and I'm Dylan, and we are back with our most recent book cap,
1: book cap, book Ooh. pick <laughs> recap. <laughs> we have um, definitely done that before. I am book date. It's fine. <laughs> book cap um hashtag book cap and <laughs> this week we read untamed by glennon doyle our 1st nonfiction, yeah i think
0: yeah yeah so we gave you guys quite a lot of time to read this because we took a little christmas break yes. um and now we're in 2023 and the bills are Happy afc day. champs afc east champs i hope they're i'm sorry you know not yes what i hope i I hope I just manifested that rather than Let's fixed take a it. Moment and manifest <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. Yep. Mm-hmm. yeah. But speaking of manifesting, this book—how many tabs do you have? <laughs> oh
1: my gosh, I, I have right. a it's, lot. And see, I didn't tab, but I highlighted. Like, and how do we even
0: recap this book? Or should we? Uh, maybe we should. I just
1: highlighted like a jillion parts of it. <laughs> um, like,
0: before we get into the recap, yeah, I mean, fast. we could we could talk. Even though we talk, we usually talk for like half yeah. an hour before we start recording. So like, this is just like so good. I feel like a side. Piece? I just, um, what's your side piece? You were just telling me about.
1: Oh yeah, my time. side piece is I am so into the Harry and Megan stories right now. Oh
0: um, yes,
1: and um, I am. I've watched everything the six part documentary on Netflix. It's so good it's so like compelling. I cried. It's super raw and like very honest. And like, it's just wild to me. And like, I'm not a religious person, but like bless Tyler Perry and his wonderful little heart that, you know, rescued them and brought them safely to America and took care Mm -hmm. of them until they could take care of themselves. Cause I just think that's like a wild thing that this, like, you know, like Medea, like I think of Medea and like, you forget like no how he, is he is powerful rich. he
0: has a so rich and powerful on recording like, and on. it's like
1: this man yeah. saved the du- prince and duchess like he saved them um from you know just he got all
0: the sound stages in it the worst I love so, him
1: yeah I I just loved it it was really good so if you're very into all of that and you want to hear their side of the story like it's a six it takes a long time it's six parts but it was really good
0: I think the reason I've held back is my mom said it's great. My sister said it's great. Everybody's saying how amazing. Now you're saying, I feel like I just don't have like space right now to be this emotional and care. I know that sounds like- It's a lot. But like sometimes it's like, I can't cry about anybody else's problems right now. (laughs) Like, especially not- I know I'm not trying to be like oh I don't feel bad for them I do, like I do like people are human whether they have money whether they have privilege whatever like what they went through is insane yeah. but I just am like I'm working through going back to therapy myself so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll get to it that's the nice mm-hmm. part about Netflix it's always there yeah and speaking of something I finally got to I finally read it was a July book of the month I did not mm-hmm. get it as July book of the month I got it as the book of the year for free.
1: Oh, from book yes, of the yes.
0: month tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow I finally friggin' read it it's been all over the place this isn't like a new book rack but it was so good yeah. it's like when you are reading a book that you know is gonna stay with you like when we are reading lessons in chemistry mm-hmm. there's like a certain nostalgia for the moment you're in that you're like I know that this is like a pivotal read for me yeah Mm-hmm. And that's how I felt about this book. Like, okay, it was so good. I love, and that's how I felt about um, The Hearts Invisible Furies. Like, I love a very long timeline mm-hmm. that kind of plays back and forth and it fills in the gaps. And I don't know, it was just so good. Like the last, I didn't see anybody talking about crying in it, but I definitely had a few moments where I was like teary-eyed in it, but in a good way, not like, oh my God. Okay. I, yeah. I don't know how to- it's fictional at the end of the day see i'll keep caring about harry and megan after the show's. yes over. okay yeah <laughs> that's the, that's you know fair. what i'm saying like We're this is right, fake yeah. and then i'm like cool i can take the life lessons and then like move on but now right, i'm gonna be yeah. fucking sad for these royals and this bitch is getting like <laughs> disney voiceover money at least she's about to be i'm sure but anyways <laughs> i do feel bad for the royals <laughs> but i don't i know it's so terrible I'll, I got to watch the crown. But anyways, let's recap Untamed. How do you recap somebody's oh like gosh, kind of memoir essay Yeah, uh, short stories?
1: Yeah, I will say that like, I, I loved the format of it. And so people can like know it like, it's not this like, I was born when I was and then I did this and I did this. It's it's this compilation of short mm-hmm. stories randomly throughout her life. It pops all over the place but it all fits and makes sense with a story or a theme that she's trying to explain um and so I did like that there wasn't like an order and it was like I was waiting for her to be an adult she goes through a story as a kid and then she pops to one where she's married and then she pops to one where she's divorced it, it kind of goes all over the place um I have never highlighted a book as mm-hmm. much as I have highlighted and tap like it just not since college <laughs> yeah not like it, taking notes yeah it just it, it just like gutted me like so much of it was relatable um even though the story is very different like her story and my story mm-hmm. but there's just like all of these themes and the theme overall like women shrinking themselves killing themselves <clears throat> make becoming who people thought think you should be or your kids want you to be or your spouse or whoever Mm -hmm. and you stop being you and like you get to that point where you go oh my god like who am I like how did I end up here and I've had that moment I know you have had that moment and this book is so much about that and um
0: I don't I just, know who hasn't had that moment.
1: Right. It's like, yeah, if you are walking through
0: life and you're like, <laughs> I have just got this, I guess. Yeah. Right. Like you, You're 22 yeah. still
1: and you don't. Right. Know. If you're 22, you probably haven't had that moment yet. Yeah. But, <clears throat> and I hope that, you know, the younger generations hopefully maybe get less of that because when I look at TikTok and things in the Gen Z and like, I feel like there's a lot of young people and they take no shit. Right. Mm -hmm. And they know. And like, I'm like, where was that when I was your age? Like, I wish I had that. So I hope that people like her and people at our age, like people sharing their stories and telling those things and doing all that Mm
0: -hmm. maybe
1: prevents some of that or gives people permission to be their truest selves in a lot more of an accepting world than we grew up in than she grew up in, Um, that you don't maybe have to have that moment, right? When you're 40 and you go, oh my God, like, what happened like I I was suppressing
0: myself so long, like
1: for what for
0: to make everyone around me comfortable like for what to fit a certain mold Mm
1: -hmm. that I
0: thought I needed to fit um so a couple things about the book about what you just said Mm -hmm. I mean it's hard to recap this book necessarily if you haven't read it like I would highly suggest just going and reading this book or listening to it before finishing this episode because we might I don't know spoil whatever yeah Um, it's I feel like part probably why you said like it's so different from my story is mainly because if you have read this you know that at a certain point Glennon Doyle like leaves her husband and goes she's with a woman Um, and it's it's like, I feel like just the woman part throws people because every single other part of that story, you know, minus she also had a kid during it. I was like, okay. I felt all those things when I left my, my, you know, first husband, I was like, I -hmm. I felt like when she was talking about feeling out of her body, when you're having sex, like feeling so uncomfortable that you physically had to like leave yourself. I was like, oh my God, I feel that. But that's not like, I that's not why I'm by. That, that, right. that has to do with trust and you know how you feel with a person but that was just the thing like she had her issues with her husband she's like I feel like I'm such a fraud like I'm writing these books like she's on her Rachel Hollis shit like mm-hmm. writing these books and I'm like a Christian and a mom and I'm a warrior and like yeah. she's like dude what the fuck am I talking about right. like I am broken and also owning that, because she does that in this book, like, mm-hmm. hey, that was me then. Like I wasn't yeah. I wasn't lying. I just didn't even know myself then, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's a huge part. Like I came out as bi at thirty one, and it's not like I was necessarily lying. I was just confused myself. I was like, yeah, I like her? right. you're you
1: know? you're so, telling your truth as it is in the moment.
0: yeah. And I definitely felt Rachel Hollis vibes. Like I'd be lying if I said I didn't. Like during some of the stuff I was reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like obviously she's not problematic in the way that Rachel <laughs> Hollis. Did. But no. Like I felt, in... I but... felt the way I felt when I was reading like washer face in some parts. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I think like especially in the beginning and stuff when she especially when she's in the like the love warrior or whatever, like mm-hmm. that's very much what it is, right? And the metaphor then... with the cheetah, like I yeah, it's, I get it, but I was also it. like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, I just want to like, I couldn't. I oh my god, I feel like I just like highlighted so many things. But the um, what is it? The like, oh, there's this like, whole section where her kids are um, they're talking about like the polar bears oh, why don't we care about the polar bears? And it was like this thing, um, (laughs) of just like her daughter realizing that like, this is going to be an issue and like everybody ignoring it and stuff. And it, it was like this realization she had as a parent, but there's this, um, this moment where she said, um, my children need to watch me save myself. Yeah. And, Like so much of this to me, what was relatable was the leaving a marriage Mm -hmm. um, and realizing not just your, your partner, but your child that you are living like a double life for them. And that is what was my, you know, 2021 was going like, I'm doing all of this so that my kid feels that they have this family, right? The, the whatever perfect family that I didn't have growing up and how much you think that that is what they need. When in mm-hmm. reality, what your kid needs is to be happy, to be happy, it's to be happy, to healthy. see you happy, too. It's to see you happy. Yeah. You women, especially killing yourselves to fit this mold, to be this person doesn't make your kid better. And I will argue and I will say that I feel this personally. I feel divorced that I am a much better mom than I was previously because I'm happier Mm -hmm. on my own doing things in my way and not having that cloud kind of hit me every time I come home of anxiety and, you know, and, and those emotions and stuff, but instead walking into my own space where I'm oh, I happy hate
0: and, knowing that, like, that makes me am... really sad knowing that that's how you spent like a lot of 20, <laughs> because like, I understand exactly what you mean. It's that yeah. anxiety as you're pulling in, you're like, I have to deal with this situation. And this situation is my life, <laughs> It's yeah. my home life, you know, yeah. like if work is your escapism, it's like, that's not
1: good, you know? yeah. Like, and then my, my company went remote
0: right and then, now we have to now we literally have to deal that's why a lot of
1: people either got together or not got together. divorce yeah yeah no I mean but really though like it just um it, it was this thing that you know I don't know like I felt like so seen reading this
0: yeah Um, I gotta
1: find a highlight because
0: like we could just sit here and be like I
1: don't know because that's how everything
0: is it's just so deep and you can't even understand
1: yeah there was there uh, there's so many but like one of the things that I I liked it said I will not let the fact that I cannot do everything keep me from doing what I can mm -hmm. um and I loved that because it it was just like you know you feel like you need to do everything and you have to be all of the things and What you just need to do is be like, just just be be yourself, (laughs) just be happy. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't know, like there, there's this thing about here, I have this about parenting. It says, um, this like terrible memo that we have is that we stay busy with trivial while the world, our children inhabit, inherit crumbles. We obsess over snacks while they're rehearsing their own deaths and active shooter drills at school. We agonize over college prep while the earth melts around them. I can't imagine there's ever been a more overparented and underprotected generation. And it's just like that, that thought of like these things that you need to do and you're supposed to do. And like all that really, really matters mm-hmm. is that you love your kids, that you are treating them, you know, and preparing them to be themselves and that they are loved and they are accepted and they are happy period not worrying about you know their this college and this jaw and like all of those things that we chased and were forced on us and that we think are important but the the thing is that that your kid right Mm -hmm. that our kids won't feel like if they need to come out that that's a thing right that Mm -hmm. your kid is just at some point is going to say to you like my son's going to come home and go this is my boyfriend, David. And I'm like, right,
0: like we've hey, talked David. about this. Like, I look I forward you. to not having to come out to just, be right. like, oh, I'm going on a date. Yeah. Like, oh, what's their name? Oh, you know, like, right. Sarah,
1: you know, it's yeah. Like, that you <laughs> know, that my kid says, I, I don't want to go to college. I'm going to do a gap year. I'm going to volunteer. And you go, I love that. Or I'm going to go to art school. And you go, great. That that we stop with these obsessions of what the world has told us to be, or that
0: it's necessary what success I, looks like, right? What, because it, success is supposed to, or happiness is supposed to equal success. It's success like, no, and success those, money.
1: it's not like, that's I, what it all boils down to. I remember saying this and one of the last things I said, and I had this argument when I asked for a divorce and my um, ex-husband was, you know, like, how are you going to afford all this? How are you going to do this on your own? You know, whatever, because, um, you know, I, to people like I didn't do take anything we split custody of 50, I walked away with nothing um that was a decision that I made for my mental health and to keep this relationship um so it did not turn into a war and I said I will ra- I would rather be poor and happy than rich and miserable and mm-hmm. I made that decision and people can think very differently and the grass is always greener and all of that stuff but I've been on the other side and i lived it for years and it doesn't matter because when you walk into your home that are full of people but you feel alone that's not a life i would rather yeah. if now if i'm alone in my home it's a choice i chose to live on my own and now my son went to his dad's and instead of being alone and being a sad thing i'm like oh okay i have some me time and i'm going to take that me time and i'm going to read a book or I'm gonna do a craft. Or I'm gonna go out with my friends. And I'm then I'm not a- gonna guilt myself about it. I'm gonna do a thing instead of feeling alone because the person that I'm with just ignores me. Or, mm-hmm. you know, my kids are playing with their friends and you realize that that's been your whole- that's my whole life is mom. What am I doing? Well, so I I just God, I just felt so much of this was like. Um, well,
0: probably just felt validating. Like, yeah, I'm not alone. I made the right decision. I didn't do it because I was being selfish or whatever dumb shit that your inner voice tells yep. you. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you did this because you were smart and you were brave and it wasn't easy to get here, you know, yeah. like – so I liked that too. And she was talking about like, it's true. We are terribly lucky. It is also true that we imagined this life before it existed. And then we gave up everything for a one in a million chance that we might be together. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I just loved it. I liked just her anecdotes about life. I was telling you this the last time when we talked about this book um together, not recorded, but yeah. when she was talking about privilege mm-hmm. and I constantly, I am a white woman in right. america like my neighbor across the street has a confederate flag in his garage like mm-hmm. i can't trust that's me i cannot kid, wait thing, till june and like right. to put up all my pride shit but like it's so uncomfortable and i'm like um and <laughs> i'm just like i can't even imagine right like i have the privilege that i could buy a house across from the street from somebody like that
1: mm-hmm.
0: like my right. husband's like he's polite and I was like yeah because we're the color of this buffalo snow that is why he is polite to us that doesn't make it right like I hate sometimes I hate living where I live but that's a whole nother (laughs) yeah this that's a whole nother thing but she's talking about privilege and she's like privilege is being born on third is being born on third base ignorant privilege is thinking you're there because you hit a triple malicious malicious privilege is complaining that those starving outside the ballpark aren't waiting patiently enough Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and yeah it just like hit me yeah (laughs) like because i think we all have privilege at different levels and whether you want to see it or not like we all fall Mm -hmm. somewhere right on this spectrum where somebody has more than you and somebody has less than you yeah and finding like i think just gratitude and what you have and knowing your gifts, whether they're, you know, physical, whatever. I just right. really, really love this book, which is like not a great episode for me to just tell you how many times.
1: <laughs> no, but there's a thing here. So this is the one I was like looking for mm-hmm. um, because I felt like this was super important. She said, I would claim friendship and fire love or I would be alone, but I would never again be alone in a relationship and pretend that was love. I would never again settle for a relationship or less, or a life less beautiful than the one I'd want for my child. And that's huge. Being like that's yeah. Would I want my kid? And would you want? Yes. And I. There was this thing I saw years and years ago on Pinterest that said something like, "Never marry somebody unless you would be proud to have a child just like them." And for so long, that never made sense. And even and with my husband, my ex husband. I would say, yes, like there there were a lot of things that I would want my son to inherit from him. But then when you look at everything in a full picture and you go, is this the life? Like I think that we were we don't think of things for ourselves, we think of things for our kids. And it's that line there. I wish someone would have said that to me so long ago because if I had looked at my marriage and said is this the marriage that I would want for my child I would say no well you're looking at the same
0: thing with different lenses
1: yeah because you were like I'm doing the right steps I'm going great this is fine yeah like but if you look at it for your kid you go no you deserve more and it's yeah and also understanding that because she talks a lot too about like her parents not understanding her leaving her husband I was in that situation where my mom was like well why can't you just be roommates why can't you just you know you're you're comfortable and you're taken care of and like whatever and not people not understanding and that's their generation of Ma- putting Mom, security please.
0: if your child comes to you over, and they say they want a divorce I promise you they have thought it through right. I promise you you telling them try to work it out try to go there stop it because they've done it yeah. they yeah. wouldn't be
1: coming to you, I promise right. it's the last fucking <laughs> resort to go to your parents yeah oh. no. agreed but and I think too that's You know, that boomer generation of, and my mom growing up in a time where like I grew up poor, my mom grew up poor, poor and Mm -hmm. her going, well, you have a husband and the both of you work and you have a nice home. And like, that should be enough, right? To her, that's enough in that very stoic kind of way. And for me, I'm going, it's not though. Yes, I have all of these things, but I can do a lot of that on my own Mm -hmm. and still be happy because I'm happy by myself um because i deserve to be happy even if that choice makes me alone that's okay if i'm choosing to be alone that's better than like this says a relationship that feels alone um mm. yeah. is a very different thing and i would never want that for my child and so it's like understanding that this person and my ex husband is not a bad man i will never speak badly of him on any of these platforms but just that when you realize that You've gotten to this point where like people can't, you are both trying to fit this mold that you just are not. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we make it, I make a conscious decision to say, well, we can do this now where we can part ways and we can still be friends and we can still be amicable versus in 10 oh, years from now, yeah. because we could do that, right? Build you that and resentment, could build this. that anger. do this anger. for five more years until we're like at each other's throats. But Don't we deserve more? You deserve more, and I deserve more, and our kid deserves more. Give me some of these young years, and (laughs) give me some of
0: them before, yeah.
1: And like, and you know, and for me, and like people that know me, like they know that I've started dating again, and like, in in that, and like, you know, all that, like I'm I'm dating, and it's like I am dating like a very wonderful person, and so it's going, oh wow, this is this is how it's supposed to be, like, yeah, you're so weird. Um, you know, like I was sick last week, like really sick, and this man brought me flowers and chicken noodle soup, and I was like, "Who are you?" Like, but you're like, you
0: isn't th- that like a fairly normal thing that people do? Why am I so amazed? <laughs> that's the <laughs> so other. So many
1: times I say right. something and I say thank you, or right. I'm like, "Oh, you're so wonderful." And he looks at me like I'm an alien, and he's like, he's "I just like
0: isn't this like what we do?" Yeah, yeah he
1: goes, to "The bar is in hell, Dylan," and I'm like, "I know, I know," but you know, it's it's. So it's he just leaps things. over that bar every time. <laughs> he does. But oh it's, but I love the lens of like, because I just think we're so much harder on ourselves. I love looking at things than what, what if this was your child? Mm-hmm. And I think that forces us to think about it in a better way because I feel like I always put myself last. But if I think about what I want my son to do this or be like this. And if the answer is no, then I shouldn't want that for myself either because that's the person that I love more than anything and would protect and die for, but I should also do that for myself. So for me, that was like a really valuable thing in like this whole book of like her basically like not to not kill yourself for your kids, right? Mm -hmm. Because they want to see you happy and you being happy and making those choices are going to show them to do the same in their life. And if you are doing something that you would not want your kids to go through, then why are you doing it to yourself?
0: I mean, 1,000%. And then she was, the whole chapter called Bloodbaths, I think she was talking about, like, coming out online. Yeah. she was, like, expecting it to be a bloodbath, but it wasn't. And she called it, like, a baptism. Like, I finally just felt. Because it's not about online. It's about just feeling like you're being honest. Mm -hmm. Because it's like nobody knew you were keeping anything the first, like,
1: You know what I mean?
0: But she said integrity means having only one self, dividing into two selves, the shown self and the hidden self. That is brokenness. So I do whatever it takes to stay whole. Like I do not adjust myself to please the world. I am myself wherever I am and I let the world adjust. Yeah. And that's not easy.
1: No. Mm-mm.
0: Really think about how many times in your life, whether you were dating somebody and like, listened to stupid music and told them, and it was, it was good. Oh, when it wasn't God. Or yeah. you know what I mean? Like just, yeah. or you we wore love- clothes or shoes that you thought yeah. were cool, but you weren't mm-hmm. even into them. it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's all like juvenile shit, but it's like, how many times have you yeah. done that? And you realize like, just, I, I, why do you need yeah. to come out if you're staying with your husband? Like, that was the first question. Like, well, okay, so do you have a girlfriend? Are you leaving? Are you swingers? What's going on? It's like, no, I just want to be honest. I just right. want to be honest I about mean... who I am for once. Yeah. Like, I don't want to feel like I have to. Because even if all you're doing is gently buffing the edges, right? Like, you are molding yourself mm-hmm. for others to be more comfortable.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> like... But I don't – it's so crazy to me because I think even, like, a therapist and other people – like, I won't get into specifics, but I remember, like, I was talking about something, and they're like, well, maybe just, like, don't talk about that thing so much when you're around that person. And I was just kind of like, well, I'm going to fucking talk about whatever I want to talk about,
1: like, (laughs) when you start –
0: you got to remember your therapist as a person too. Well, <laughs> like I remember, you don't right have to very, accept every take.
1: Of it. Yes, because in the very beginning of the book, the therapist that she had for their marriage was like terrible, and they're like, "Oh my oh, god, a blowjob." Oh my god, like,
0: have you tried remembering what a penis is like in your mouth? You're like, "No, I remember, I remember,
1: I remember," yeah. and I'm exactly. not of- <laughs> Yeah, like exactly. I-
0: just, I just love so many parts, the bucket of the yeah. sea when she's talking about like, <sighs> I guess just like life and death and with her, mm. with her child. And I related a lot from somebody who is like, in I don't want to say an ex-Christian, but somebody who's yeah. like, I grew up in the church. I'm not ready to fully let go of a higher power. Like, I'm not ready to say that I don't pray like, mm-hmm. but do I subscribe? to a lot of, um, church things, church things. Mm-hmm. No, no, I yeah. don't. Cause I don't always think they're healthy relationships. I think sometimes you let people around your children that shouldn't be around your children, yeah. um, with little to no knowledge of who they are. And <laughs> I just think mm-hmm. it's something like everything in life to get into, you know, a little trepidation, just no
1: yeah, I'm not but. religious, so whenever it gets to something like that in a book, I'm to be honest, I just kind of like bam, 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 and flip guess <laughs> I just don't, I don't get it, or I don't understand it. Yeah, but um, she said in all of that, she said this thing that um, like I can feel everything and survive. Mm-hmm. What I thought would kill me didn't. Every time I said to myself, "I can't take this anymore," I was wrong. Yeah, and I love that because it's. I feel like it's so true with so many things, like not just like relationships, but just like trauma, things you've gone through, things you've experienced. You and I have talked about essay and stuff mm-hmm. and like, um, you know, harmful thoughts, like all of that kind of stuff. Everybody has gone through different things. And like, I will say like, you know, two years ago around this time, like I didn't know how I was going to move forward mm-hmm i'm almost really, like paralyzed and like i why i was I on I the yeah i mean i was on the floor in my basement like hysterical and i called one of my best friends and just was like very honest with somebody that um that you know they were like what are you saying and like i just you know explained everything sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> i can um, see that you're getting
0: emotional but they
1: can't <laughs> but like yeah um You know, there's so much that Mm -hmm. everybody goes through and nobody's like, I I like that she talked about like people not being honest. People don't talk about it, right? Or they tell you not to talk about it and stuff and not be honest. And I think like what I love about what you and I do and what a lot of people do, like I want to be honest Mm -hmm. so that somebody else, maybe that's younger or that's going through something like that, will go, Oh, I thought this person was super happy and everything was going great. And they're sharing that like they didn't want to live, and they figured it out, and like they're okay. So mm-hmm. like that gives them, you know, maybe a little bit of hope or whatever to to not to not go through that. Um, and it was just like that thing in the book that really hit me because I have been there multiple times in my life, but that specific time like mm-hmm. was just like really really bad. Was the catalyst of me deciding like this is I need to be done with this because it's not just my marriage. It's a lot of things, but it's, it's all accumulating and I can't take it anymore. Um, And now, you know, I look at this, it took a very long time to get here, but I Mm -hmm. look at this now, like it's been two years of this life that I slowly fought for and burnt a lot of my life down for, but that I am so much happier on the other side and how long you worried about other people's reactions and other people's feelings and all of that stuff but if you just be worried about yourself and let the rest burn mm-hmm. um, is ultimately like what you have to do
0: well because at the end of the day the people who aren't supposed to be there for you they're going to be there for you right and the people who were like mad they bought a dress for your wedding and like I guess I didn't I wasn't married long enough. And <laughs> yeah. they stopped talking to you. And that's fine. And I think yeah. that, again, this is where I find it hard to completely leave faith because I, I truly believe somebody or something, you know, they they shook out those weeds, you know, they <laughs> they got rid of those people for me because they weren't serving my life anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, people who are gonna be supportive of you like they're meant to be there people who are gonna be like oh well uh, you know what I mean like somebody who's gossiping about you because you got divorced like really I don't know I just yeah I've, I'm that's such a different place than I was at as a 25 year old say. like I yeah. was so young
1: mm-hmm. and it's funny
0: like your point of like catalyst is so different from mine because mine was like I mean there were plenty of points where I right. started being like you know, before we started therapy and everything else that I'm like, hmm, I don't know if this is right. It was my knowing. And she talks about that in the book, yes. knowing, but my point where I was like, my knowing was like red lights flashing alerts, get the fuck out. It was like we were at Disneyland and he looks around and he's like, I think maybe it's time like we have a kid. Like he was looking How at the kids. Like, maybe story. we should have a kid and I was like, oh, hell no. Like there was just a part of me that's like, I truly don't trust this man to have unprotected sex with him on a regular basis because Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I don't, Um, which is just first off not normal with your husband. If you feel that way about your husband, Mm -hmm. reevaluate what's going on. Yeah, I wish I would have, but- (laughs) It's like, have a kid. No, like, why would I bring a child into this madness? Um, mm. but it's like I'll never forget that moment where like my my pussy nearly slowed itself shut. Oh right. My <laughs> Cause I yeah. was like, no. Um, and that's yeah. probably like I don't know what Glennon's actual she might have written about it, but her point, and she was talking about like being in the bathtub and how she thought about how mm-hmm. like I'm, you know, I know I'm more attracted to w- than women and her knowing mm-hmm. was like, this is the truth. You know, you shut mm-hmm. off that noise, you sit in a bathtub and you're just with your thoughts. This is your truth. Yeah. And she's like, well, maybe in another life. And that was your thought. And she was like, isn't that funny? Like I thought I had another one.
1: Right. Like we're cats. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to say that. Cause we, we totally like, uh, we like the last thing we like say, like the knowing that's probably my favorite part of this whole book. And mm-hmm. like, Her talking about the knowing and so you guys know this is like you're basically like your your knowing is your gut your your intuition you knowing you know what is right for you and what is wrong you do know that but you sometimes let other people life. Friends, whatever, just outside influences influence, yeah. right? Influence that knowing and tell you that it's it's not right, it's not wrong. But there are definitely, if you look back on things, you know that there's that moment where it's not, and we ignore the knowing. And a lot of this book is like encouraging you to deal with that. And when you come in that situation, think, get in yourself, and realize you have the answer. You know, you don't need somebody else to tell you. You don't need somebody else to influence you. You're gonna know. And if you look back on any situation like that. There's probably a moment where you knew or you thought and you said something and you go, "Well, fuck, that was my knowing. Like I, you just saying that about like your ex-husband, I know like I, I had a, um, I had a miscarriage with my, uh, my second child after my son. And I remember like being very sad about all of that. But also I remember there was a moment where I was relieved because I thought to myself, if I get divorced, it'll be a lot harder with two kids. Oh my God. Yeah. And that was my knowing because then I took it that moment. I went, if you're knowing's first thought, I got an IUD and I went, I'm not having another kid. Mm -hmm. And I made a lot of reasons why I said, Oh, you know, I don't want to, the miscarriage is trauma. And it's true. It's traumatizing. I didn't want to go through that again, but I also knew part of me knew that it would be a lot harder to leave with two kids. Yeah. And he doesn't deserve someone to feel that way about him. And I don't deserve to feel that way. I want to clarify that. Like, it's, again, my my ex-husband's not this big bad wolf. It's just, it's not right. And you and I both deserve something else. Well, So, you know, that was like, it's just, it's so frustrating because that was my knowing. And that was years ago, you know, that is five years ago. She was dropping into your body so you can feel it. And I was
0: like, no, when I do yoga and I let go of everything else and like, you finally get to the Shavasana portion, like you, you feel your favorite. Yes. But it's like, you can feel yourself, like get into your body once in a while. If you're questioning something, if you're not sure, like go move around, go take a walk. I have all these tabs, but I put a big tab on the one. Cause I'm like, I want to go back and literally reference this. And she was talking about, um, the easy button and then the reset button. Mm-hmm. She was like, easy button, boozing, reset button, drink a glass of water, binging, take a bath, shopping, take a bath snarking, practice yoga. So I don't know. I just like liked her yeah. ideas because I think it's like, oops, there's my alarm. Mm-hmm. Um I liked her ideas because I don't know. It's just like, oh, you want to go eat a package of newtons go for a walk instead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Just I don't know. I just liked it, but I just I can't recommend this enough, guys. I think no. it's just really good. And if you're not a big reader, like get the audiobook. She's delightful to listen to. Mm. I listened um,
0: part audiobook, part in the book. I would literally run to my book to be like, I got to have this because yes, it would yeah. be something so good. Yeah. Um,
1: I just, I love it. I have a, um, I have a friend that's uh, reached out to me that's going through some stuff. And I was like, I'm not this person that's usually like, here, read this book. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, here, you should read this book. Because <laughs> I just think. Like, I'm like, oh, God. And I know this book came out so long ago. And I'm like, oh, my God, where was this, you know, years ago? Would yeah, I have been ready to sometimes... hear it? I don't know. But, yeah. you know, now I can read it and I can go, oh, these, this makes sense. And that makes sense. And then, again, like, once you know better, you can do better. There's different um, times for everything when it serves hmm. you better, too. Like, you might read,
0: um, like, 30 pages and be like, mm, you know, not for me right now. And that's why I yeah. do. I have a lot of books like that. But also know when to, like dnf but i doubt you i doubt you'd feel this way um the chapter where she was talking about invaders i think she was talking about just like mental illness but mm -hmm. like so my actual problems are clinical depression and anxiety being both depressed and anxious is a bit like being tigger and eeyore at the same time like you're always a little too low and a little too high and i was like i feel that And it's like so hard for me even going to therapy because by the time I get to my therapist, I'm like, "Yo, I'm good. Like, I had a fine week. What's good, fam? Like, I don't even know what to talk about. But then during Mm the week, there's points where I'm like, ugh, I don't want to do anything.
1: I don't want to do it.
0: And I just feel zero motivation. And I'm like, I need to be better about, like, journaling. And then, like, maybe, even when I do have those moments doing what Glenn said, and like, drop in my body, go move, go take a walk, go do yoga. like maybe suss out why you feel that way because sometimes yeah. I just don't even know why, right. And that might be like a chemical thing, but,
1: yeah, <laughs> um and it, it might help you figure out, you know, if there's a pattern, if there's yeah. Yeah, for you or
0: anybody else, Mm -hmm. I definitely realize a large part of the pattern is like my husband's work schedule. I realize I start to get very anxious when I know he's going back to work because I'm taking care of two, you know, autistic five year olds mostly by myself when Mm -hmm. he's working, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of makes sense though. Like when you realize sometimes, like your body does what it does it's not always a bad thing it's just it's a natural thing like it's natural to probably like be a little bit anxious about yeah like you're constantly shifting your roles you know so that's normal but not like blaming yourself you know I guess like we have to wrap up but we were talking about the marriage and I think this probably was helpful to you if it was helpful to me I don't remember the exact passage but I feel like she kind of talks about her marriage like shifting the focus or uh, viewpoint rather of like it's not it wasn't a failure it was Mm -hmm. like it ran its course yeah we were married for the time we were supposed to be married and now we're not yep we don't have to hate each other you know
1: yeah
0: um I just really liked that shift because I mean I'd be lying if for a long time I didn't feel and I don't feel this way looking at other people's marriage, but about yourself, you're like,
1: oh, I yeah, failed. I
0: failed. Yeah. But failure, failure, like, yeah. yeah. And it's it's definitely part of what kept me in the closet, too, because I'm like, not only am I about to tell my mom I failed, I'm about to tell her I'm on Bumble talking to girls. Like, no, I can't tell my mom that. Yeah. No. No. no.
1: Yes. No, that's a really good. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like you said, like reframing it because no one. No one is like, yeah, you're looking at that yourself and you're going, God, I failed, I'm a failure. But no one is looking at your divorce and going, God, she failed.
0: No one is saying
1: that. It's just you. And if someone is, like, that's not somebody that's fucking important, anyways. And like, you know, a year later, like, my ex-husband and I are both at our son's like soccer game, like sitting next to each other, having lovely conversation, and like being friends and co-parents. And I'm like, wow, this is like,
0: yeah, this is good.
1: Like, this is. This is what this was all for. You know, we didn't fail. Look at that amazing kid like we raised and like we took care mm-hmm. of each other for eight years and like now we get to be, you know, we get to be happy. Like I I like that so much of like the rephrasing because we yeah, I for sure was like, Oh my god, I failed. Um mm-hmm. and I definitely and, don't
0: see it that way anymore. No, but you know what I mean? When you're but in you do. It- Mm-hmm. When everybody tells you, well, why didn't you try this? Why didn't you do that? Why oh, did, but, And you're God. like, yeah. oh, you're right. I didn't like go to four years of therapy. You know what I mean? Like, come yeah, yeah. no, on, didn't do you want to step in these shoes and walk before around before I did this? Me?
1: Right. Yeah. 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 No. no, usually it, that's not someone's divorce is not someone's first thought. It's no. like their 10th. Yeah. So no.
0: yeah, I, love this love Glenn and doyle i i hope you know even though i said whatever i said earlier like at the beginning i was talking no i really don't mean that in a negative way i'm just no I, sometimes very much like sometimes you want to see yourself that's yeah. all and yeah. that means like i make choices in my reading where maybe i make more sapphic choices because mm-hmm. whatever yeah. or like by representation mm-hmm. so do your research in finding the books that you guys want to read don't just read them because we told you to <laughs> But, oh, you you <laughs> but you could
1: but you could. you could read this one. but you could i mean it is um, a, it is a book Greg podcast
0: but i think we could say highly recommend five <laughs> highly stars recommend from me five yep and the next pick is my pick and i'm, I'm picking so one excited.
1: that's
0: similar to, to untamed it's not new um it's rock paper scissors by alice veeney you're probably like why the hell are you choosing this old ass book alice veeney has so many new books in fact i have quite a few of them on my shelf that i have yet to read I had seen like mixed reviews about this book but again like every time me and you see something negative we're like scroll away you like don't infect I'm like brain. I don't care let me
1: make my own opinion I
0: want to make my own opinion because I've mm-hmm. also seen really good stuff about it right. it's like a twisty twist it's like oh my god I didn't know what was gonna happen um and I'm in the mood for that and like the cover has a bunch of snow on it and I'm like that's kind of where we are right now mm-hmm. in January here in Buffalo yeah.
1: Go it Bills. Has by four way. stars. Go bills.
0: I know it's it is rated, but you know what I mean? Like the loud la- the negative voices are always the loudest. So I tended to just see, like, I don't know. I mean, but I, I honestly, it could have been Jackie oshrey right, from the Redheads, and I'm not like slamming her, but she could have mm-hmm. honestly said, like, oh, it was really slow. But guess what? Like, it depends on what you're reading, right? Like, if you right. were reading a fast-paced Tessa Bailey or you're reading something else, then you get into like this twisty thriller. It's going to yeah. be a different tempo for you. So if it is, though, so, I'm I'm fine with that. As long as you're laying the groundwork to a really good twist, then yep. I'm fine. You yeah.
1: Know? Yeah. And I hope you so guys we'll like see. it. It's on I'm Kindle excited. Unlimited. That's part yes, of the that other That was choice. the other thing, too. Yeah. yeah. So I love a KU choice.
0: Love a KU choice. I like that. I can read my book. We're trying call. not
1: to buy so many books this year.
0: Mm, <laughs> we're going
1: to try.
0: But Spare came today. To go buy it. <laughs> go buy it and support
1: those poor
0: poor ex-royals i'm just fucking with i mean they are
1: cut off so
0: quite literally no they literally have to pay for security so yeah they have to
1: pay for everything real. so they- it probably is a struggle
0: you're real go buy the book from harry and also go check out um, rock paper scissors so that'll be our next book a couple weeks from now we'll see you next week for random recap. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. I did that backwards.
1: That's all right. Read <laughs> books. It's weird out weird there. Out there. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please consider giving us a follow and rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Got a book recommendation for us? Send it to halfbakebookclub at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Half-Baked Book Club. And don't forget to check out our sister podcast, Hometown Spice, where Dylan and her hometown bestie dive into the spiciest reads you can imagine. The Half-Baked Book Club podcast was created, written, and produced by Lana Rich and Dylan Harrison. For more information, head to halfbakedbookclub.com.